0: Hello, this is Mary Christopher, and today is Sunday, April the 25th, it is a beautiful day, the temperature is in the mid-80s, sun is shining, we have a few clouds in the sky, it is very quiet in the neighborhood, it is just a lovely day. It's warm, but not hot yet, and we are all grateful for that. It's about two hours before sunset, so this is our Sunday evening meditation. Um, I've had a sick kitty all week, and she spent the day at the vets getting tested and Um, taken care of and she's on antibiotics and doing better but it was a very stressful week and I just want you to know that when I have a stressful week I use every tool in my toolbox to manage stress Stress is, um, as we all know, is not fun. And it is also cumulative. And we adapt to it. And we've talked about this before. We talk about this a lot sometimes in class. About how we adapt to higher and higher levels of stress. So on the one hand, that's a good thing. That's good that we can adapt. But on the other hand, it's not good because we begin to think of that new level of stress or frustration or discomfort. Whatever it is, we begin to think of that as normal. When it's not really our normal, but we think or feel of it that way. So, um, one thing I did this week in order to manage and deal with the stress level, because there was there were, was a lot going on during the week, so I had to make a very conscious effort to deal with my stress and and not adapt totally to this new level. So what I... One of the things I... I mean, I did a number of things, but one of the things I did was I took a pad of paper and a pen uh, with me when I went to bed and I wrote down what time I went to sleep. I mean, in general, what time I went to sleep. And then I wrote down what time I woke up, whether I got up or not, because sometimes... When things are stressful, I will wake up at 4 or 4.30 or 5 or 5.30 or 6 or, you know. I will wake up really early and not be able to go back to sleep. So I decided that I would track my sleep times and then graph it. Okay, so that helped me at least know how much real sleep... I was getting and I found that very helpful and then I used uh, my tapping tools and uh, exercise I did get a little bit of exercise and I made it through a very stressful week and I also did a few more of those five or six or seven (laughs) minute meditations. Like if I was running errands, when I got to where I was going, I would turn off the engine, I would park, turn off the engine, and just sit there for two or three minutes and breathe. And I would let myself completely arrive where I was. Now, that may sound a little odd, but when we're stressed, we tend to kind of be all over the place, or we're thinking, 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 right? So, I was trying to sort of gather myself into the present, in into right now, rather than be thinking about. Things that I hadn't gotten done or things that I needed to get done or, you know, all of the, the complete list of, of what we do when we're stressed or under pressure. Um, so I, I would just sit in the car for two or three minutes, maybe a little longer, and I would make a definite effort to gather myself in one place and I did this um, one of the times I did this was before I went into the grocery store and when I did get out of the car and go into the grocery store I discovered that I was much more focused I was not scattered I was much more focused and I didn't forget the things that I needed. I had a partial list but there were some other things that I thought of that I needed that didn't get on the list but I remembered those and I ran into a couple of friends and was able to have a civilized chat without thinking okay I gotta get going gotta get going so um That was, that was really a a good learning experience for me. To take that time just to gather myself. And I'm so glad I did that. Because I was calmer, I was more functional, my memory worked better, right? And we can always use that, especially when we didn't get everything written down before we left the house, right? So I just found that those few things really helpful. And then of course, I did take a couple of short walks. I did not have time to do long walks, but I did take a couple of short walks and that made a big difference. So when we get super stressed or have, have to deal with super stressing situations, it's good to haul out the toolbox and start rummaging around to see what we can find. Very helpful, very useful. And I I made it through the week. The kitty is doing much better. Um I'm happy to say. And uh, she did lose some weight in this process, so she's eating well again. It was like a stomach, or an, like a stomach or intestinal bug, and so I'm. I will sleep better tonight for sure. And tomorrow is a full moon in Scorpio. So Scorpio is fixed water, and um. So it can be a bit, Scorpio can be a bit intense. And people with a strong Scorpio influence in their natal chart can sometimes say things that are very biting or um, uh, sharp-pointed, kind of. So tomorrow I'm just going to be as relaxed as possible and and um, as gentle with myself as possible and as gentle with others. So the formula for this is that when we are compassionate with ourselves, we are better able to be compassionate with others. When we are gentle and kind with ourselves, we are better able to be gentle and kind with others. So that um, the whole idea of being kind to ourselves and non-judgmental runs through all the major religions. And in the Islam tradition, one of the statements or um, one of the things that you will hear is the bismillah and I may not be saying that perfectly but the bismillah is a single line and it begin. it's at the beginning it's not part of but it's at the beginning of almost every chapter in the Quran and the, the Arabic is Bismillah or rahman or rahim and it translates generally as we begin in the name of Allah most merciful and compassionate I really like that and if we began every endeavor that way, you know, we, we might find a little more sanity in the world. So that's um, anything that, that you use personally that you like from any scripture. It doesn't matter. Scripture, a wonderful quote just to remind us to be gentle and kind, beginning with ourselves. Okay? So the other news is that the two eggs in the little nest on the back porch have hatched. So we have little fledglings. Um, They've probably been born within the last day or two. Um... And they have their some feathers, not a lot, and they haven't poked their heads up yet. They're still very tucked down into the nest. But I was really glad to see that they have emerged from their eggs. So that's the basic news from here. I hope wherever you are, wherever in the world you are, that things are going well for you. That your meditations are going well. That your family and your friends are doing well. That you're happy. And healthy. Yes, and safe. Happy and healthy and safe. Good place to start. So one of the things that happened this week is I had a few conversations with people who are What's the best word? Um, Very set in their political perception. How's that? Okay. Very, have very set views and opinions about the political situation. And right or left, it doesn't matter when we get set. You know, when our mind is like set in concrete and we're we're just wedded to one perspective, then we're pretty locked in. When that happens, when, when we are frozen in our perspective, then we have pretty much lost or misplaced our ability to listen. We can't hear the other person. We can't hear what the other person Is saying or what their perspective might be. So when that happens, nothing happens. Nothing changes. And when that happens in government or in business, um, nothing creative gets done, nothing moves forward. People just get more entrenched. And fortunately, there are people in government and in business and in nonprofits around the world who have the capacity to um, help people sometimes step out of their frozen perspective and begin a dialogue and their ears begin to open and their hearts begin to open a little bit and that's another characteristic of having a frozen perspective is that our hearts get closed and that is a very uncomfortable uh, place to be And, and nothing much happens certainly nothing creative and at this point in the world we need all the creative cooperation and heartful listening and um, uh, unfrozen perspective that we can get. It's so essential, so essential. And I have to work with myself um, when I'm talking to somebody who's frozen in their perspective, whether I agree with it or not. I know they're not listening, and actually, I actually sort of very courteously ended one of those conversations. Um, I just said, you know, I got to get going. It's great to see you. Take care of yourself. Let's let's talk later. I just got to go now, um, and I did. I did actually have to go. It wasn't. I wasn't making that up. But the the conversation was going nowhere absolutely nowhere and it was becoming much it was becoming more and more uncomfortable just all around so if we want to have change in the world if we want things to get better for everyone then we really do need to resurrect our capacity for listening and to thaw out our perspective so we can hear and so our hearts can be present and more than ever oops, we got a big breeze coming through the trees I'm sitting outside hasn't been a lot of breeze but now it's picking up a little bit and of course the microphone picks it up so if if we want real change in the world like real change for everybody not just not just for a few but for everybody then We have to get out of our frozen perspective. And I think the bottom line here is that as human beings, we all want the same thing. We want to be safe. We want to be healthy. We want to have decent work, fulfilling work. We want to be able to take care of our families. We want to be healthy. We we want the possibility of our children to get more education or to get the education and the training that they want. We want it to be safe around the world for families. And and we want the We want the world to be less toxic. So, um, Earth Day was last week, and right now we're, we're, you know, busy polluting the planet. I mean, we can't help it. We're driving cars. We're, um, Generating electricity in a variety of ways. We have nuclear plants that can implode or explode. or um, We have wind farms that are hard on the bird population. We just, you know, we're really having difficulty finding economical ways to generate the power that we need. So my point is, there, there's a lot that's challenging for us right now. And the better informed we are, and the more resilient we are, and the better we listen, then the easier it's going to be for us to solve some of these problems and. Make the world a better place for everyone. Which we can do. We can do this. We can do this. We've done it before. And we can do it. Again. And I'm sure we will. It's just a matter of how long it takes us to finally get to the point where we'll sit down with each other and have uh, meaningful and constructive and um, creative <coughs> conversations so that, that was pretty much my week got some butterflies flying by and some folks coming by in a rather noisy train vehicle it's a beautiful day a great day to be out So let's do our meditation. I'm leaning up against a tree. I'm much more relaxed than I was last week. And it feels good just to sit here. Leaning against the tree. Feeling the breeze on my face. A little bit of sunshine on my arms. And watch the breeze move the, all the grasses around. So wherever you are, if you've been sitting or working or just sitting in one position or spot for a while, then stand up and let's stretch. So we ease the tension. And let's do a meditation we've done before, which is that we see or feel ourselves in the most beautiful place that we can think of. Some place in nature that either we've been there or we'd love to go there or we've seen great pictures and it's a a beautiful place in nature where we feel safe and there is like sunshine and fresh air and and maybe a little bit of a stream or maybe you're by a pond or a lake or maybe you're by the ocean or you know up some place with great view just Wherever is a special place in nature for you, just let's see or visualize. And if you're sitting in it, use that, right? Because I'm sitting right where I'm very safe and it's very beautiful. So, and the way this works is I walk us through the meditation, just talking us into it. Then we'll have about five minutes of quiet and then I'll talk us out okay so now that everybody's all comfortable as you breathe in feeling that fresh air coming into your nose down your throat into your lungs See or feel yourself in this beautiful spot. And as you breathe out, following your breath from your lungs, up your throat and out of your nose into the space all around you, allow yourself to relax. you breathe in, following your breath down into the bottom of your lungs, feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, Following your breath out from your lungs, throat, feel the air moving through your nose. Allow yourself to relax just a little more. When you're feeling centered and relaxed and you're comfortable with your breath, Let yourself relax into the beauty all around you. Let yourself absorb the light, the fresh air, the beauty, and let yourself just relax right there. Now, as you breathe in, following your breath, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out from the bottom of your lungs, out into the space all around you be aware of how relaxed you are as you breathe in following your breath down into the very bottom of your lungs be aware of how calm you are. And when you're ready, as you're breathing out, following your breath out into the space all around you, when you're ready, gently open your eyes. was lovely. Good work. Good work. I hope you have a wonderful week. Very productive and creative and fluid. <laughs> and let's all remember to stay flexible in our perspective this coming week. Be very gentle and kind and compassionate with ourselves. Good work. We'll talk next week. Take care. Remember to breathe and remember to smile because it produces endorphins, which are also known as the happy hormones.